Blog Talk Radio. We've got to be the body to rock it like we're never going to see it again. We are exploding. The world is going to know it. We'll rock it like you're never going to see us again. Come on over. Come on over. Good evening, everyone. It's 11 p.m. and Pure Gold is live and on the air for this Sunday night. November 20th, 2016. Welcome to the show that covers everything and anything and tells it like it is. My name is JB. My co-host sitting to my right for the first time in a long time is DG. Sir, how are you? Blog Talk Radio. Pure gold is on the air, folks. <laughs> what the hell was that? Those were the first words that were echoed. Ever. The first words ever spoken in the history of this program by my co-host, JB, the biggest piece of trailer trash walking God's green earth. Woo! Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. As always, a pleasure. Yours, of course. Make sure to check us out. As always, puregopg.com. We're only about seven or eight episodes behind. Considering this is our fourth episode this week, woo! JB, take us away, sir. Today, big day. Let's talk about it. Big day. It is pure gold, number 200. After six years, we have reached number 200. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it, considering it took us almost five years (laughs) to get to the last 100 episodes. It is amazing. And, folks, we started on December 16th, 2010. By March of 2012, which, you know, a year and a few months, we had gotten to 100 episodes. I said 2012. This is almost four, almost five years later, and we have just made it to episode 200. We've had a lot of ups and downs, mostly downs, a whole hell of a lot of downs. Yeah. But, sir, 200 episodes, unreal. And we had to squeeze them all in this week to get four episodes. Just so that we can get closer to this. Yeah, we wanted to make 200 a live and in-person show. And uh, ironic that we started this venture, even though we did do a blog talk once or twice uh, before going to try a YouTube. But, you know, fitting that Survivor Series was our first big hoo-ha, if you will. And uh, we ended with PG-200 with Survivor Series again. Yeah, it is interesting because uh, you did point out when we started the show, we actually tried doing it via YouTube. Um, YouTube was fun, but we started that back when I lived in Port Tiffany, in one of my many, many, many locations that Joe spoke about last week, uh, I'm sorry, last episode, which was Friday. I don't even know how, how many times, oh, I'm sorry, last night. I don't know how many times you've ever done a Saturday show. It was supposed to be Friday. But, um, here we are, and, uh, you know, when we started, we did these videos, and it was kind of tough to get both of us on the screen, and we tried it, but it was a 
2010 Survivor Series, and now we're in the 2016 Survivor Series. So it really is perfectly fitting that we here we are again, as I've said that phrase five or six times during this rant. Um, Survivor Series 2016, and once again, we are in person doing a show, but it happens to be the 200th episode of The Greatest Show on Radio. Sure it is. Um, so let me just say, uh, just ranting from, from topic to topic, I'll, I'll just say that let's get through what the uh, which happened the last three, four hours, which was the pay-per-view. Unfortunately, um, was there a paper? I mean, was was something going on for the past couple hours in the world? I don't. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, uh, as always, the WWE always underdelivers. They they add a big shock value, and um, get your take on that in a few minutes. But uh, the pay per view itself was uh, uh, another ho hum. Exactly, another ho hum pay per view where I felt that I was actually looking forward to the main event match, and the main event match was just a. 30-second squash. Yeah, um, literally, it lasted about 30 oh, seconds. Uh, is that all? Is that all? And, you know, the funny thing is, when you think about it, you talk about Brock Lesnar, I mean... Brock Lesnar! It doesn't matter what your name is! No, it really doesn't. I mean, at the end of the day, Vince McMahon... Shame on you! And WWE, all I can tell you is this... I mean... What we just saw is unfathomable. And folks, just just so you have an idea of what's going on right now, Joe and I are in his basement on an undisclosed location. Excuse me, JBI, I forgot. For government purposes, we can't reveal our real name again. Again. Um, we're in Joe's basement, and this is the biggest man-child in the history of the world. I mean, there's a World Series of Poker stuff on one side. There's pictures of people. I don't even want to know who these people are, people that possibly have been eliminated by the Italian mafia, not really sure. And then staring me in the face are two glass cases, both glass cases. This is a grown man, by the way, wife and child, professional, mind you. There are ten wrestling, that's right, ten wrestling title belts in front of me. In the left case, we'll just go from top to bottom. We, we just got to discuss this for a minute because I'm staring at them. I tried to grab one of them before. First of all, Joe almost bit my hand off by even, like, looking at them. Uh, excuse me, JB. I keep apologizing for my mistake. I went to grab, in honor of Goldberg, since he won tonight, I went to grab the WCW title, strike number one. I then tried for the Intercontinental title because I was like, you know what? It's small enough. I can get out of that case, strike number two. And at that point, I just gave up. I mean, they're set up in such a way where you can look at them, but if you touch them, alarms go off, gas hits you in the face, literally aims at your mouth, and they're set up where you literally cannot take them out. So we have the current WWE World Heavyweight Championship, the one that AJ Styles carries around uh, at the top left. Underneath that is the previous version, which is that, like, scratched logo WWE, humongous WWE, just as champion, which I actually kind of like that version. I own that one at home. Yes, just not. Not the million, the million dollar version that I see in front of me. Underneath that, my all time favorite belt, which would happen to be the Winged Eagle title. Underneath that is the Attitude Era title, um, which that that's the WW logo, right? Not the yes, not the WWF logo. Um, the big, the big, it's not the big gold, but it's that big circular logo that uh, Steve Austin carried around on uh, the Rock, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Underneath that, the Undisputed Championship, which Brock Lesnar carried, and then we go to the right where it's got this awful. TNA title, which looks like the old European title. Underneath that, the 1990 version of the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Not a bad-looking belt. Underneath that, the classic IC title with the black strap, not the white strap. Yeah. Underneath that, the raw version of the World Heavyweight Championship, which WCW used for many years. And underneath that, 
the TNA World Championship. I don't even know if that's their title anymore because TNA goes through titles like Joe goes through title cases. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so I'm looking at this stuff in the face, and I just had to throw that out there. I had to give you guys a picture. We're in a basement, and there's just title belts, and, you know, there's like a zombie prep uh, apocalypse stuff over on the side. I mean, end of the world doomsday type things, and it's just a really kind of, it's kind of a scary environment. Over to my left, there's entirely too many bottles of Lysol. Uh, cleaning solution. Not really sure what we're doing with that. There's about 40 chairs down here. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but this is pretty much like a whole other apartment that I think J- uh, JV's renting out. But anyway, after I ran about that for a few minutes, um, what we just saw, getting back to reality, what we just saw in that pay-per-view was unreal. Brock Lesnar and Goldberg, that match which had been hyped for many, 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 many days, because it hasn't even been that long since uh, it was announced. They showed a, a video package before the match of what would happen in the, uh, the the animated version or the video game version, and that had more action than the actual match. I don't know what they were thinking, folks, but Brock Lesnar got absolutely squashed, got no offense in at all. Goldberg hit two spears. Uh, he shoved him, hit two spears, and then a jackhammer, and the match was over, literally just like that. I just I don't even know how or why. There's no need for them ever to fight again. I have no interest in any other match between them. Sir, what was the WWE thinking? Because I cannot fathom a scenario where this makes any sense or helps anybody else. Well, what's funny is that you did fathom a scenario. You said that Braun Strowman would face Goldberg. Yeah, I'm guessing maybe at WrestleMania someone gets a rub out of this. But at that point, why not just have Goldberg fight someone else, come back to wrestle a match, and then have Brock go on, you know, this, this not undefeated technically, but have this long streak after he beat the streak. Um, they flushed everything down the toilet. Nobody can get any kind of rub now from beating Lesnar. I mean, they literally just flushed it down the toilet. It just, the logic totally evades me, sir. I'm, I'm honestly completely confused right now. Well, when Lesnar came back um, uh, two years, two and a half years ago, I really thought that bringing him back part-time was going to be a mistake, but they... It's been over three years, by the way. Oh, wow. Jeez, three years. But I thought that, you know, now that they, they showcased him, and I remember watching that SummerSlam match in 2014 against John Cena when he just obliterated him. And, you know, John Cena did get some actually offensive moves in, but then Brock Lesnar took the title and became just became bigger than life, I thought, and he was just squashing people. He even beat The Undertaker. The streak was over. And now to, like, erase all of that with a 30-second squash match, you told me that Goldberg might have been injured, but I don't think that's a reason for <laughs> Brock Lesnar to get squashed. You know? Yeah, it, no, it definitely doesn't make sense. I don't understand the logic behind it. Like I said, nobody benefits from this scenario. I mean, it's great to see Goldberg. I was always a fan of his. Overrated, sure he was overrated, but a lot of guys in that attitude are extremely overrated. Yeah. Um, but yeah. to be honest with you, it just doesn't make any sense. I honestly have no clue. I cannot fathom why they did what they did. I can't fathom the purpose of it. I can't fathom... As you're looking at our website, folks, this website has not been updated since June when we had Brittany Bell as of five months ago. I cannot believe it's been five months. That's unbelievable. That is crazy. Um, but anyway, so when you look at the at the overall picture, I just don't get what the benefit of having Goldberg destroy. You want to have Goldberg win in a competitive match, okay, but having him absolutely destroy Brock to the point of Brock gets no offense in, other than pushing him into a corner. Why? How does that help Goldberg? How does that, I mean, how does it help Brock? And nobody's going to get a push from beating Goldberg. Damn it, I keep saying Goldberg. Nobody's going to get a push from beating Brock Lesnar now, so what was the point of it? I I just, I'm confused. I'm confused, too, and, uh, 
you know, for us to stick around and try to explain things uh, on our 200th episode, I think, would be a complete waste of time, as Dave finds the alcohol in the uh, Buccino house, <laughs> or the JB house, if you will, <laughs> now right in the freezer, folks, because he's that damn hungry, thirsty, but <laughs> Dave is uh, now pretending to be Ric Flair, Stone Cold Steve Austin, wish you were here in person to watch the great, great, you know, this actually is bittersweet, because if Dave had lived a little closer, or uh, DG had lived a little closer, we'd probably be doing a lot more of these shows in, out of our homes, because let's face it, when we look at PG, it's had, like Dave said, a lot of ups and downs, more downs, and that's where I want to talk about I think we should just cut the WWE talk out, we just gave our take on it. <laughs> we talked about Survivor Series. Well, that's, I mean, that was the, the current state of, uh, that was the current pay-per-view, so that's enough of that, because... Trying to figure out the WWE is useless. Trying to figure out the reason why we still watch is useless. Um, we're addicted like, uh, you know, crack beeps. Um, just, you know, I, that's, I guess that's what's kept the friendship together for the last 20 years, and that's probably why, why I watch it still, and we still talk about it shut on up, the show. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! But let's, let's talk about PG. Uh, let, let me give you some thoughts on, on Pure Gold uh, on episode 200. Let me say... As I look at our past guests, because our crack staff has pulled that up for us, <laughs> I, I, I remember having our very first guest, Greg Polanco, re- related to you, as I recall. Uh, related to my wife, yeah. Related to your wife, being our first guest on the air. But I remember making contact with, um, oh, you want to pull some information? No, on no, no, no. I, I just want to see something, because I'm looking at when the episode aired. It was March. So basically, we did this show for about four months without having a single actual guest on the air. And you know Greg, who again is related to my wife. Um, he he's a, he was the founder of uh, LP Records, which uh, I don't know. It's still going. You know, there's still something going on with that. I'm not sure. It's not defunct yet or anything like Pure Gold is. But um, I remember thinking, oh, that's pretty cool having this. I was at my sister-in-law's house doing the show from you know on my phone. Out of your phone. <laughs> um, and Joe was home, so that was interesting. The connection wasn't that great. And then I remember Joe and I thought to ourselves, this next guest is gonna be the guest. Uh, it's going to be the champ that runs the camp, the face that runs the place. I mean, we are going to be in like Flynn, and this guy's going to take us to the top, and that is the one and only, the incomparable Kevin Knight. And I remember we said, wow, this guy has all these connections, all these people. Hey, we had Kevin Knight in the show, Kevin Knight. Well, definitely did. I mean, it was an interesting um, It was an interesting interview because Kevin basically took over the entire show and <laughs> yep. barely let us talk. Ripping, uh, you know, I lost all respect. But he was ripping Jim Ross and saying Jim Ross is the most overrated announcer of all time. I thought uh, Kevin needed to switch in music and uh, possibly a spear and a jackhammer. But that's besides the point. Um, and, you know, it never panned out the way that we thought because of the connections. We thought we'd be able to get other people. But that, of course, did not happen, sir. What I remember uh, vividly about Kevin Knight was preparing about 35 questions <laughs> where we, we we were rookies at the thing. I, I think what we learned is that we only need like five or six questions, but we had like at least 20 questions prepared, and I think we only got through the first three. Yeah, because he ranted for like 20 minutes and talked forever. The show, yeah. Then after that, of course, we had our first ex-athlete, which was pretty interesting. We that talked was. to uh, Keith Elias, who was a uh, member of the Giants, the running back for them for, uh, for a short, you know, a cup of coffee, as the kids say in the business, but... That was interesting because we moved on to one of, I would say, one of our, if we had a top ten of guests, yeah. I would say this guy has to be at the top ten, and that is the, the, the moose, Mark Malusis. And uh, that was a big thing because, you know, he was more regularly on WFN at the time. 
And, of course, he was doing, you know, SNY like he still does now. So that was pretty cool because Joe and I are both big fans of the Moose. Well, let's face it, Dave. Let's talk about just the bigger picture about this. We actually were gutsy enough to reach out and make contact with, you know, a actual, like, the number one uh, sports radio show in, uh, in the world. Yeah, in the world, definitely. And, you know, remember we emailed uh, one of the guys who was gonna, we're going to get to him in a minute who was dead to me now. Um, but we emailed quite a few people from WFN to see if we can get them on. And Moose is the first one to, you know, we were able to book and we got him on the show, which was great. Then, of course, we had the one and only ATQ, Anthony Tyler Quinn, who was uh, Mr. Turner on Boy Meets World. He was a great guest, a really nice guy. And, you know, we've kept in touch with him. He's actually been on the show twice. Yeah. Um, I, it's not here on the uh, on the guest list, which is the fault of whoever runs his website, who we should fire that person. But he came on, I think it was our two-year anniversary, one of our anniversary shows. He actually showed up, which is great. Um, as a matter of fact, this is probably the first time we do a big anniversary show or a big special show where we don't have any guests because, of course, PG, that's how we roll. <laughs> um, then uh, let's talk about Joe's favorite guest, uh, excuse me, JB. I keep making that mistake. His favorite guest of all time. Yeah, I mean, not my favorite guest, but again, somebody that came on, came on the show three different times and don't understand what happened after the third appearance. I think he just considers dead. I don't know if he got in trouble with the producers, Mike, uh, Mark Chernoff or maybe Mike Francesa, but we had Evan Roberts on the show, and um, he was one big loser. If we thought we were the biggest losers, <laughs> Evan Roberts was the biggest loser there is. And Evan, I hope you are listening because you are still the biggest loser. Even though you're married, even though you have a kid named Jet, again, who names their kid Jet after Jeez, New York Jets? That's awful. That's pretty bad. So we had uh, Evan Roberts on three different times, and I remember thinking to myself, "Holy crap, Evan Roberts from the you know Evan Joe and Evan show are on, is on our show, which was pretty cool at the time." Yeah, that was definitely cool. And, uh, Evan was like a friend of the family. We made fun of him. We ripped him for his cat, and then somehow Evan, you know, scammed some woman into marrying him. I'm still not sure about that. Um, and of course, like Joe said, I think. Jed Alexander is his name, uh, Jed Alexander Roberts, Roberts, a.k.a. Jar, so I don't know what he was thinking with that. But anyway, um, at the time, Evan was cool. Now he is dead to us. And, of course, we had my buddy, a uh, friend of mine, personal friend, John Paul Gonzalez, who was the founder of 4-1, and he's more famous for his all-in. Uh, you know, he came up with that phrase, or he popularized it, if nothing else, and he's one of the guys pretty much who inspired the Giants to their 2008 Super Bowl championship. Um Wait, was it 2008? No, it was 2011. It was the, the, the latest title because we were on the air, so he, he inspired them, and that was a big deal. And He was a great guest. He also came on the uh, the remote episode that we did from uh, Whole Foods, which was great. Was that in Union? That was in Union, New Jersey. Such a great episode. I remember we still have the pictures of that online. Um, and John Paul was a great guy. You know, he played in you know, NCAA basketball and whatnot, so really, really good stuff. You know, what's funny is that uh, besides having John Paul Gondos, which was great, but the, the whole setup, like Dave said, we had a remote set up, and I remember Todd was supposed to show up with the uh, the update guy. He never showed up. He snipped us, and um, we ended up doing our <laughs> show. We ended up doing our show. Talking um, about deadbeats and losers. Yeah, right on the floor of Whole Foods uh, Milburn Union, which is more known for Union, New Jersey. But I remember um, the graphic artists for that uh, store making us this great sign, yep. uh, pure gold. It was really the setup was great. We had a booth. Yep. We got free food uh, catered to us. I mean, at that that was probably one of my favorite episodes of all time. Obviously, definitely, maybe, as I coined that phrase yeah, I would throughout have to the six say, years. I would have to say that's probably one, one of, if not the greatest episodes ever. I mean, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. We had some guests, uh, some fans who showed up to visit us, which was really great. Uh, then after that, of course, after that whole thing with John Paul, we had Justin LaBarth with an F at the end. 
who uh, is a host of Chair Shot Reality Wrestles on. I don't know whatever happened to Justin. I haven't talked to him in years. But he actually appeared on our show four different occasions. And much like Evan Roberts, is now dead to us and pretty much does not exist. Uh, we had Forgiven on the show. who was a rapper at the time, a Christian rapper. And, of course, we had one of, one of my favorite people who's ever been on this show, because I actually know him personally outside of the show. Uh, we met several times at my old job, and that's uh, Joe's all-time favorite New York Jet. Yeah, Bruce Harper, that's right. And what I remember about this show, I mean, if we're going to reminisce, and that's what PG-200 probably is going to end up being, is about reminiscing about the first 199 episodes, is that I remember, like, <laughs> somehow his wife jumping on the phone line, <laughs> and something saying, like, her, her ripping into him, like, you're on the phone? What are you doing? And we would just, like, dis- like destroy Harper, yeah, Mr. Harper, we, after that. We thought to ourselves, oh, my goodness, this guy's going to get whipped by his wife. He's in so much trouble. We're gonna, This guy's going to end up in, you know, marital counseling and getting beat down because of us. And I'm, I don't think I ever saw Bruce again after that, so I'm not really sure what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, uh, our first, um, I don't know, handful of shows we had – a, um, a former founder of LP Records. We had some people related to the wrestling world. We attacked and found some WFAN hosts that would come on our show. Then we went to wrestling, like Dave said, with Justin Labar, had a former New York Jet on. And this this is when I'll let, ask Dave uh, to let everyone else know, because it's good to reminisce, is that we actually went in a different direction, and we've done it probably since uh, up until our last couple shows, is that Dave was able to reach out to former Miss USA pageants and come on our show. And that's that's nothing to sneeze at, folks. I mean, you're talking about ladies that are extremely beautiful, some of them extremely smart, some of them not so much. But, Dave, <laughs> explain why you no went in that. No comment on that because they were all pretty much great guests. Okay. But explain to me what why you went in that direction, one of those I actually, people. I actually don't remember how that whole thing got started. Um, which is funny because the next guest on our list is actually a man who is co-host of a serious XM show. Yeah. So I don't even know why Joe has even gotten into this because we don't get to the Miss USA's for a little while. But, um, you know, we I decided, you know, let, let's try something different. And, uh, you know, we actually – so we continue to go in order. We'll get back to that <laughs> okay. in a second. But we had Doug Mortman on. That's right. Who is still to this day the co-host of Busted Open. And I cannot wait for that show tomorrow because that is going to be an interesting listen after uh, the Survivor Series from today. But uh, anyway, so we had one of the hosts from that show on, and he was a great guest, came on a couple times. After that, we had one of the recording artists for LP Records, was Christy Marie. Well, before we before we just gloss over Doug Mormon, as I recall, when Pure Gold was taking off again, we tried to go different avenues. We tried to get into radio stations. We tried to. Oh, and this is where I thought that uh, Dave had made a great connection with Doug Mormon, and I thought that we'd actually get on Sirius because our theory was that Sirius has so many different channels and the ratings, they don't even care about the ratings. So as long as people call in. As long as people call in, we would definitely have people call in, and we, we would make sure that Neil from Belleville, <laughs> Angel from Wilbur Park, I mean. Kenny from uh, South Florida. So just the fact that we couldn't even make it on Sirius tells you how far well, we've dropped. Well, the thing is that we always thought that it was our next big thing. Our next, I mean, we have a lot of those. Uh, yeah. Our next big guest who's going to be the one to, you know, open up doors for us, and literally none of them worked, and none of them did anything in that respect. Um, but having a, a serious host, we did think to ourselves, wow, you know, if if these shows can get on the air, why can't we? Because we're a variety show that covers anything and everything that tells it like it is. At the time, it was a sports talk, a sports life and everything in between, right? Right. And then we found out that that was the uh, tagline of, a, of almost word for word of another radio show. And I actually don't forget who it was, but another guy on Sirius XM, uh, Dino, Dino, Dino Costa, as a matter of fact, that was his one of his taglines or something, which we didn't know because I had never heard of Dino 
before, you know, looking him up on Sirius and stuff and finding him. Um, but at the end of the day, he was on uh, Mad Dog's channel at the time. But, um, you know, again, at the end of the day, we said, well, look, uh, we're going to get this person and so and so. We thought Doug would be the connect. That did not happen. Doug's a great guy, of course, and he's, you know, great for having him on a couple times. But after that was Christy Marie from LP Records. Uh, Lori Rubinson was our third guest from WFN, which is pretty interesting because uh, she was doing, like, I don't know how this happened, but she basically did play-by-play coverage of uh, the Mets-Giants game. Uh, and Joe and I weren't even watching it. We were talking to her, and she's busy. Hey, guys, I don't know if you're watching this, but the Mets just got a single. Like, it was, it was pretty interesting. Lori was a great guest. Uh, we've never been able to have her back on because I'm pretty sure she wants nothing to do with either one of them. Yeah, I, that's what I do definitely remember about Lori Rubinson is that we had her on, and she's trying to tell us, because I guess we found out that she was a great Mets fan like us. Uh, we found she was uh, doing the play-by-play, and I thought – wasn't Piazza still playing on the on the team at the time? No, this is like two, Piazza. No, Mike Piazza stopped playing for the Mets. He just got inducted into the Hall of Fame, so that means he retired at least five years ago. Okay. And he left the Mets in like 2008 or 2009. He was he was long gone. I remember. I just remember Lloyd Rubinson said somebody got a double. Maybe it was David Wright at the time. Wait a minute. I'm pretty sure Piazza left the Mets in like oh oh five. Actually, I think oh five was his last year with the Mets. So he was long gone. Okay. Um. So. Lori Rubinson was a great guest and, again, uh, a great memory. And then we actually, right around this time, maybe a little bit before we had this next guest on, uh, well, we had Lance Hoy on, a former WWE and TNA superstar. But we actually tried out for, actually, WFAN Fantasy Phenom 1 and 2, I believe. Yep. And um, that failed miserably. As never, all of our prospects always did. <laughs> never made it past the first round. Nope. But we, we were able to have, what, sir, the, the first four winners of Fantasy Phenom? Well, I don't, I don't know if it was the – we're going to go through all that uh, eventually when we get there. But I don't know if it was the first four winners, but it was definitely the first winner, which is Greg Sussman. No clue what he's doing now. But I remember thinking to myself, if this goof uh, – no offense, Greg, uh, hopefully you take some – if this guy's able to make it on WFN, why couldn't we make it on WFN? And, of course, again, the story of our lives is just us <laughs> never achieving much success, but that's a whole other story. Um, so it was pretty cool having Doug on the air. Doug, Doug, Greg on right. the air. After that, we had a former IWF champ, and at the time he was a WWE signing Dash something, Damian Dash, or I, I forget what his name was, um, Flex Freeman, who was uh, with the IWF, who, again, signed to the WWE. Dante Dash was his name, as a matter of fact. After him, we had Kevin Moss, who was the coach of the New Jersey Spartans. They were a professional, uh, professional football team at the time, or semi-pro football team. Then, of course, we had Joe's buddy from uh, the National Wrestling Superstars, Mike Jones, who was a referee. And now we get to the Miss USAs and everything. And it's ironic because our first Miss USA guest was actually um, the winner of Miss USA in 2010, which is Rima Faki, who also, the reason that we got her on was because at the time she was a contestant on Tough Enough, and I thought it was cool that crossover from you know wrestling and beauty pageants. So that's actually the whole reason that it started, and we started getting Miss USA's because of Rima. And as we reminisce about this, now's a good time for Dave and my crack staff reporter to go through because we actually started creating sound bites, and Dave was uh, smart enough to work with a producer, director, and co-host to get some of these sound bites. And we were actually recording. Uh, do we actually have our Rima Faki any no, sound bite from her? No, we did not get. I don't know what you were going with that. We did not have Rima. Nothing. On. Okay. I think the first guest that we've mentioned... Actor Anthony Tyler Quinn. You may remember me as Mr. Turner from Boy Meets World, among many other roles. Make sure to listen in to Pure Gold every week for some of the best talk radio around. Yeah, that's good stuff there from ATQ with Anthony Tyler Quinn. And, I mean, we could always go through them, but I, I think out of all the ones we've mentioned, he's probably the only one so far 
who uh, we had a recording from. Um, after that, we had and this we thought was a pretty cool get. Um, he's a former FCW Florida Championship Wrestling and IWF superstar, which is Matt Walsh. Um, after him, we had one of our favorite columnists there from the New York Post. That is Mike Vaccaro. Mike's a great guy. Having him on, uh, we had him on a couple times on the show, sir. How great was that that we were able to reach out to guys that actually write for big time uh, newspapers, just like Mike Vaccaro, who you know writes for New York Post and uh, just a really respectful guy. I thought we had a great conversation with him. Not the best interview, if you will, but uh, second to the best. Yeah, I don't know if like, the best interview, but you know, and this guy, this guy, we have to mention him because um, he actually holds the record to this day. There are a couple people in second place, but the most guest appearances we have ever had on this program was by one and only <laughs> Joe's BFF, Bright Lights, Jared Foster. I've lost touch with Jared over the years, but he was a, he was a great guest. A uh, great personality on the show because he was either he was half in character, half out of character, and half in a different character. So <laughs> we never knew which version of Jared we were getting, but that was pretty cool because he was an IWF guy. Also, uh, there's a theme here. We have like 19 IWF superstars on this list. After him, we have a guy who is now to this day my more That's enemy. you, right? <laughs> I loathe this guy with a passion, an absolute jerk. And I don't even know what his deal was. And I've heard from other people that he's a real toolbox and an absolute scum hole, and that is Sal Licata. This is I mean, he was on our – let me be fair to Sal. He was on our show, and he was a great guest. He, it was a great interview. We had a lot of fun with him. And then I made some joke on Twitter about um, the Falcons. The Giants, like, shout out the Falcons or something. And Sal basically – he literally cursed me out and blocked me. And I, I don't even think he realized who, who the hell he was talking to. I mean, really, just absolutely, the only thing I could have possibly asked Sal, I mean, if I had the chance, was this. What do you mean you don't agree with me? Do you know who you're dealing with? <laughs> that was great stuff there. Uh, Sal, dirtbag to this day. After that, sir, I mean, we got to cover this famous columnist. Uh, the second writer that we have on the list, sir. I mean, you you, you gotta you gotta do it. you gotta do well, it for him, sir. Well, because my dad's name is uh, Neil, and he is the best. It was Neil Best that came on the show, and I remember. I think this was still in your Persephone home, yes? Yes. It was right. I remember doing that interview, and we did it completely with no research. We asked. It was the, the first time yeah. we did, pretty much we did a show where we didn't have any. And this is a well-known writer. Neil is very well known. It's not some, some schlub who nobody's ever heard of, but we did really no prep, and we just basically winged the entire interview, and it was probably, to this day, probably our best interview. It really was. No uh, pun intended. Because I don't think we talked, we talked sports, but it wasn't like sports like as a fan. Yeah, we, talked we were about, talking about like the Islanders yeah. and the, their whole thing with... Um, the Long Island Project. Yeah, the Long Island Project and the finances of it. I mean, we kind of delved into different avenues and aspects of sports, not the on-the-field product, which is really interesting because, again... Joe and I had no clue what to expect. Really didn't. But uh, I thought we had a great interview, and that's probably my top three interviews of all time because I just thought we delivered it just perfectly spot on. Uh, I, I agree, sir. So we move on to uh, another WFAN, former WFAN uh, host, Greg Giannotti, who is now uh, out in Pittsburgh on 93.7. He's actually back from Pittsburgh. Is he back now? And I don't, he does WFAN sometimes. And Greg, I liked his interview because not only was he – a good, you know, good guy to talk to. But of course, he does, you know, uh, impersonations and stuff like that. Really, just a nice guy. Really nice guy, and um, was a great uh, on our show. And then we get to two WWE, WWF former superstars who, during the Attitude Era, 
were huge with the uh, degeneration. Wait, we're talking about. Wait, hold on a second. To me, when we got these guys on the air, we yeah. had arrived. To me, we arrived. We made it. Like there's just no. And whenever I talk to other wrestlers, I say, "Hey, we had so and so on the air." And to me, that's just like the, the crown jewel, shining moment. And they also happen to be great interviews. Um, I mean, we we had the actual tag team, the New Age Outlaws, Billy Gunn, who was on the air. And then the following episode of the following week was the Road Dog, which is amazing. Um, the both of them were great guests. Road Dog actually recorded a little soundbite for us. You know, we should in, play that in the interview. Which, of course, I mean, I guess we have to because at the end of the day, um, you know, we talk about all the different people who've been on the program who've made little clips and stuff for us. And it's actually, we play this every, every show. I got show. two words for you. Pure <laughs> gold. That was awesome. You hear me laughing in the background there. Because I thought it was awesome where he was going with it. Um, but we had Billy Gunn and the Road Dog on, which were amazing guests. And Billy actually made fun of us, I think, like something about in the basement or out of our home, out of our mom's home or something like that. I got to listen to that episode again, but that was great stuff, sir. And like you said, uh, the ball kept rolling for us. I thought our next guest was probably... Our, one of our biggest guests, probably top three, sir, Leonard Marshall, former New York Giant. Yeah, absolutely. We had a former New York Jet great, a former New York Giant great. Leonard was a good interview. He was an interesting guy. It was good stuff there. And, of course, uh, being a Giants fan and Joe being, uh, excuse me, JB being a Jets fan, that, that was two big guys. Uh, I would say top ten for both of us. They, they'd both be on that list. Um, then after that, we had the other co-host of Busted Open, which is Dave LaGreca. Dave also appeared on the show two separate times. And Dave's a great guy. I keep in touch with him, talk to him once in a while. I mean, he's, you know, him and Doug do a lot in the station, not just host of Busted Open. So getting them on the air is tough because of our late hours, but that was uh, that was some great stuff with Dave, and uh, he's one of my favorites. And followed by another favorite who we actually met in person not that long ago at the last uh, June 3rd. GCW event, which is Alicia, who was a WSU superstar. They put her in that WSU Hall of Fame and everything, so that was a big deal for her. Um, we Somehow we were only able to get her on once, even though she and I have – I've kept in touch and always talked. I mean, it's been a while, but we did we did talk quite a bit, and I don't know how it only happened that she was a one-time guest there. It's funny that she did show up to, to the event that we went to on June 3rd where, um, you know, Ricky, who is now taking a promotion over in Tennessee, um, just had Alicia in the stands uh, watching as a fan, and I just remember her being harassed the whole time that night, and we tried to say hello to her and make sure that she, she had a bodyguard with her. She, yeah. had, she was surrounded by several people. I mean, it was very interesting. She had a stalker. And, yeah, you know. we're, we're not sure who these people were, but uh, it was great to actually see Alicia and meet her in person. Another person we had who was an interesting comedian, uh, an interesting guest was comedian Thor Ramsey. And um, it, it was definitely one of our uh, more interesting interviews, I guess you could say. Thor, a uh, good guy. After that, we had a former ECW, former WWE superstar, another guy who was, was well-known, and that's just incredible. That was probably one of our worst interviews because I think Justin was late on the interview and uh, it just didn't go as well as we had hoped. So that's probably top five worst as interviews a, that we've ever had. As I recall, though, it was also not PG. I think it was like uh, ex- explosive yeah, late. Yeah, definitely not one of our more PG <laughs> moments. Um, after that, we had a great WWE superstar, Chad Gaspard, who was Chad basically like took over the show and he's like, hey, you know, I can give you guys 21 minutes. I've got nothing else to do. So that was great. We follow him by one of our greatest guests of all time. If we say top 10, she is definitely up there. That is Morgan Woolard, who is now Morgan Morris. Because ever since, uh, you know, we've had her on the show, she's married um, and is, has, is expecting a child, actually. So congratulations to her and her husband. She was Miss Oklahoma USA 2010. She was the runner-up to our previous Miss USA guest, which is Rima. And Morgan actually appeared on the show four times, so she's definitely one of our more uh, well-known 
you know, as far as being a visitor. She's one of our more frequent visitors. After that, we had another comedian, Michael Jr., who was a pretty funny guy. Um, not as funny as I was hoping for on the show, but definitely a funny guy with a stand-up. After, after that, we had Miss Arizona USA 2009, Alicia Blanco, who recently was on the Fox show Coupled, uh, interesting stuff, and I keep in touch with her also, sir. Well, then we followed up by, I know Justin Labar was a person that was um, an interesting character, but, <laughs> but the, the co-host of Chair Shot Reality, the other co-host, came on our show four times, believe it or not, Josh Eisenberg, and I thought he was um, easier to deal with, and we actually got to talk to him. They made appearances, that they went to WrestleMania, I don't know if they still go to these pay-per-views anymore, but uh, Josh Eisenberg was definitely the better of the two, we thought. In terms of, I mean, Justin was was great, not to knock him, but Josh was probably a little bit more personable with us and a little bit more uh, kind of laid back. I think Justin was, was a, tried to be, I guess, more professional. I'm not really sure if that is the, the correct way to put it, but, um, you know, we have all these different clips. So. Yeah, we have some great clips, some great bites that they did recordings for us. They did sponsors. Uh, they did just uh, lead-ins and... I love you, Michael Jr. It was awesome. So amazing. <laughs> he doesn't cut, so that makes him funnier. Michael's the ideal act. He's clean. He's I don't even know why we had that, but that was one of our clips from people talking about Michael Jr. Um, and then we have this here from one of the women we just mentioned. Hi, this is Morgan Willard, Miss Oklahoma, USA 2010. Make sure to check out Pure Gold every week at Pure Gold PG. This is Alicia. This is Alicia from WSU Wrestling, and you need to tune into Pure Gold every week, the best talk radio out there. So make sure you listen to me and other guests at puregoldpg.com. What's up, everyone? This is Bright Lights Jared Foster, the man of a thousand bulbs and Mr. Entertainment himself, a reoccurring guest, nonetheless, on Pure Gold Radio. And what I want you to do is check out my friends, Dave and Joe, as they deliver nonstop entertainment week after week with amazing guests. This is Josh Eisenberg from Chair Shot Reality on WrestleZone.com. Tune in each week to Pure Gold Radio with Dave and Joe as they talk about professional wrestling, music, movies, whatever's on your mind, they'll get to it. Pure Gold Radio, Dave and Joe, the best out there, laying the smackdown each week. That's Pure Gold Radio. That was definitely our best promo just because of the music in the background, of course. But um, after that, I just have to throw some of those out there. After Josh, we had Brittany Bell, who was a recent guest, actually, who's former uh, Miss Arizona USA 2010. Uh, she was on the show three different times. And this is probably Joe's favorite guest. Not my favorite, but uh, you want to throw that out there, sir? Yeah, I mean, I remember reaching out because I was a big on – I'm not that big on it anymore, but I was big on the WSOP, the World Series of Poker. And uh, the main event was just a great uh, tournament because it was a winner-take-all uh, type tournament, and uh, Joe Hashem, who I actually watched uh, pretty much a lot that year, won the main event. He was actually came on our show, and he spoke for about a half hour. Really nice guy, um, known for saying pass the sugar, but I really thought he gave a great interview. I thought I had a good time. I know you don't like poker, but uh, really nice guy, Joe yeah, Hashem. Yeah, Joe's definitely a nice guy. I can say much about him. Of course, after that, we had Caprice Goldman, who was a wrestler for ROH, and we had one of my favorite guests, again, top ten, probably top five, uh, Ana Rodriguez. Miss Texas USA 2011, also married. Not, I don't even know what her name is now, but that's uh, besides the point. She was a, she holds the distinction of being our second most uh, con, our second most frequent reoccurring guest. She was on the show five wow. different times. Uh, Anna is just great. Live from 16:40 a.m. Ironbound Radio in New York, New Jersey. It's Pure Gold with your host David and Joe. 
I just love how it says Newark, New Jersey. Uh, interesting. We had Michelle Leonardo, who was Miss New Jersey. Of all the misses that we had, we actually had a Miss New Jersey on the air, which was interesting. She was a 2012 winner. Um, we had this is wow. definitely top five interview, top five guests. We had the incomparable Kim Jones, who was a contributor to WFN at the time. She was the Yankee clubhouse reporter. Now she's a star for the NFL. Giants, I mean, Kim is one of the best. They're absolute best. Yeah, I remember it was a, a December night we interviewed her. Close to New Year's, I believe. It was like December 30th. If, um, if Even if we did a search, we'd find out that it was December 30th, I believe. Um, but she was a great, great ho- uh, guest, and I thought that we had a lot December of... December 21st, right before Christmas, as a matter yeah. of fact. She was just great, and um, she does a great job, and she definitely leads the way in you know, just female broadcasting, and I think that she'll go really... Far in her future. Yeah, she's a great guest. Loved her. We had Amber J. Watkins, who was Miss Pennsylvania, our neighbor next door, in 2011. Um, Caitlin Wozniak, who came on a couple of times. She was Maryland Miss, which is a different pageant, and also Miss DC U.S. International. Uh, Brittany Dawn Brandon, who's one of my favorite guests. She's been on the show four different times. She was Miss Arizona USA 2011, and you notice we have a lot of Miss Arizonas for some strange reason. Um, Brittany was absolutely an amazing guest. Hey, listeners, this is Brittany Don Brandon, Miss Arizona USA 2011. I want to encourage you to tune in to Pure Gold Radio for only the best in entertainment, sports, politics, and pretty much anything else you can discuss. Hi, this is Brittany Bell, Miss Arizona USA 2010. Make sure you tune in to Pure Gold each week to hear the best interviews and live talk radio. David and Joe are simply the best. Check them out at puregoldpg.com. You absolutely are. Brittany got married also. Brittany Kanata is her name now. Uh, moving on to one of my least favorite people, um, again, top three, top five worst guests, Megan Tandy, who was the actress from Jane by Design. She was actually a really great guest, but I don't know, she was just weird with me afterwards, and I just, uh, she's on my, like, dead-to-me list, uh, along with Sal Licata, just one of the absolute worst. I mean, she was, again, a great guest on the program, but she was kind of a, a D-back to me off the air. Um, other than her, we had uh, Joe's absolute favorite guest, former WSU superstar and a TNA superstar, Rain, who absolutely despised Joe. I still, to this day, don't know what happened, but that interview went bad from the beginning. It was just a terror. That was probably our, the, not the worst interview we've ever done, but one of the absolute worst interviews we've ever done, and she was just she was not a good guest um, in the way that she handled the interview. But, of course, I mean, we appreciate everybody coming on. It just, it just didn't click. And, again, she hated Joe and his whole family. Uh, Anna Prosser was Miss Oregon USA 2011. Um, she's doing pro video gaming and all kinds of stuff. Now we had uh, Michael Fulmer, and this is one of my favorite interviews because he was a draft pick for the Mets in 2011. We got him right after he got drafted, and now he just won the Rookie of the Year in the American League for the Detroit Tigers, of course. The Mets traded him in that big UNSS assessment deal, but he was a great guest on the program. And now my other worst guest, the other least favorite human being, Raquel Beasley. I don't even know what the hell her name is now. I actually forget. I think she got married also. But she was Miss California USA 2011, and she was also BFFs with Megan, and they were both really crappy and weird to me afterwards. So they're definitely my arch enemies sir. Then I remember uh, talking to uh, great – um, award-winning sports columnist uh, Christine Brennan, who's well, on... You literally just skipped two of our guests, but oh. let's not pay any mind to that. We had uh, Francesca Zapatelli, who I, I keep in touch with her on a pretty much regular basis, and she's only been on the show one time. Check out Pure Gold Radio for a fresh take on sports <laughs> and entertainment. 
David and Joe are informative, prolific, and funny. Yes, we are. That was great stuff by Francesca. Um, after that, we had Lisa Marie Latino, who's a reporter producer. She just uh, wrote a book, actually. She was a good guest. And now, getting back to the person Joe was talking about from Fox News. Not from Fox News, you she's, fool. She definitely was on Fox at one time or CNN. <coughs> Probably. Um, Christine we, Brennan. Yeah, she was an award-winning columnist and author and commentator. She was actually a really good interview because I didn't know a lot about her. She's world famous, but I didn't know much about her. She was really good, sir. Yeah. Then we had former MMA blog. Blogger. <laughs> blogger. Who became an MMA fighter. That's yeah. Aaron McDougall. We had one of my favorite guests ever. Top five, no doubt. No doubt. Down, and somebody I actually went to high school with. Laura Jean Salerno, who appeared a couple of times, but she actually recorded like 37 different sound bites for us. So, I mean, she is definitely up there, sir, I would say, in terms of the top uh, greatest ever. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Laura Jean Salerno, and right now we are coming to you live from the Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Hattiesburg Heights, New Jersey. It's Pure Gold with your host, David and Joe. Yes, good stuff there. Uh, here's another one. Hey, this is Lisa Marie Latino of Longshot Productions, and you are listening to Pure Gold. You are listening to Pure Crap. After that, we had another favorite guest of mine, actress Jen Lilly, who's been on multiple shows. She actually appeared on our program on three different occasions. Jen was a great guest, sir. One of my absolute favorites. Yeah. What's up, guys? This is actress Jen Lilly telling you to tune in to Pure Gold Radio. Pure Gold brings you amazing guests, awesome interviews, and great talk radio every week. Check them out at puregoldpg.com. That guy cut off there. After that, we had Renee. Oh, what the hell is this? We had Renee Paquette, who is better known, sir, now as Renee Young. Renee Young. Isn't that incredible that she's uh, made it on the WWE? um, Well, solely because of us, and she made it famous, Homer's famous, all because they came on our show. And still nobody has ever heard of us. Why is she dating Dean Ambrose? No clue. The absolute worst. All right. And then we move on to Mr. Aaron Stride, former pro wrestler, IWF. Um, I don't remember much about him. I don't either. No. Who cares? Move on. Lauren Crocker, who was uh, 1070. Wait, at the time she yeah. was 1071 uh, FM radio personality. If I'm not mistaken, she's like 93.1 or something like that in Detroit. She's been out there for a couple of years now, as a matter of fact. Lauren was a, was a really good guest. She came on a couple of times. We also had uh, Miss USA 2009, Kristen Dalton. She was interesting. And one of my favorite guests, again, top five, I would say, or top ten, definitely, Lisa Mateo, WPIXer. And Lisa actually recorded uh, quite a few of these little clips for us. Yeah. She was out of this world. I'm Lisa Mateo of the PIX11 Morning News in New York, and you're listening to Pure Gold. We had, again, what would be one of our worst guest ever in terms of the way that the interview turned out. Arda Ocal from the score, that was just a bad interview. I don't know what the hell happened there. The time got mixed up. It, it was just a mess there. Yep. I don't remember, again, you know Anna Zolinski because she's an actress. Yeah, she was an actress in several films, uh, Jerusalem Countdown and many others. Another very nice lady. She came on the show a couple of times, and of course, we were joined. This to me was like the nerd out, this was great. out the greatest guest in terms of uh, just being a fanboy. That would have to be the one and only Mr. Lauren Lester, who, if you don't know him, he's an actor, but to me, he's the most famous, of course, for doing one role and one role only in his career, which to me was just amazing that I was able to get this guy, somebody that I listened to for so many years and was a huge fan of and loved his voice acting. This is Dick Grayson, better known as Robin or Nightwing. And when I'm not fighting crime with 
or without Batman in Gotham City, I'm listening to Pure Gold. <laughs> that is the greatest clip of all the clips that we have. That's my all-time favorite. Lauren Leslie was a great guest, funny guy. Came on a couple of times, um, and he was the voice of Nightwing on Batman the Animated Series, which to this day is still my favorite cartoon of all time. Then we move on to back to WFAN and Fantasy Phenom. We actually had the winner of Season 2, so we had uh, Greg Sussman Season 1. We had the guys who beat us the first two years. <laughs> and John Shostretsky, I don't know how to say his name anymore, but he actually has a show, I believe, overnight on yeah, WFAN. overnight under the covers. He's still on WFAN. We had Sahara Star, who was a nice singer. She's a great lady, came on the show. Um, Heather Lynn from, uh, you know, she was a wrestling manager from several different um, promotions and whatnot. She was an interesting guest, but Heather, we kind of lost touch, but she was she was good. Hi, uh, this is Heather Lynn, 32. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. I, I don't know what happened there, but uh, Craig Staff doing a great job. After that, we had the uh, incomparable Tina Servacio, who is a very famous uh, sports you know, uh, reporter and whatnot in this area. We had Carolyn, Lynn, who was a singer, and then, of course, we were followed by Kristen Ledlow, Fox Sports reporter at the time. Um, she's made it to the big time now, and I can't get a hold of her because she's that famous. Um, great guest, one of our better guests, actually. I'm Kristen Ledlow, Southeast Field reporter for Fox Sports Next, and you are listening to Pure Gold. She doesn't do that now, but at the time she did, and she's, you know, it's tough to get in touch with her. We also had an actress from, uh, who was friends with Laura Jean, who's Dave Alexandru. Uh, we followed that up. Uh, she was a good guest. We followed that up with uh, Blanca Reyes from Group One Crew, and if I'm not mistaken, they're actually, they've actually disbanded. Wow. But, um, yeah, Blanca was a great guest that we had on the air. Um, hey, this ago. is Blanca from Group One Crew, and you're listening to Pure Gold. He was a great guest, and now I would say my all-time favorite guest. I don't know about you, sir, yeah, but I to agree. me, the greatest guest we've ever had, who has also been on the show four times, the incomparable, the one and only, the woman, the myth, the legend, Nikki Boyer. Nikki is funny, amazing, fantastic, prolific, all the stuff that Francesca said about us. That's pretty much Nikki Boyer because she is amazing. Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Nikki Boyer, the host of Yahoo's Daytime in No Time, and you're listening to Pure Gold. And we end our show with uh, her as well. Hey, everybody, it's Nikki Boyer from Yahoo's Daytime in No Time, and don't forget to check out Pure Gold every single week for amazing guest interviews and pretty entertaining radio, I have to say. You guys are awesome. No, Nikki, you're awesome, and we love you, and we think you're the best, and you're awesome. We also had Brielle Acosta, who was Miss New Jersey, not from the Miss USA pageant, but the Miss, the Miss uh, America circuit, who was Miss New Jersey in 2011, and we had what would probably be, other than Rain, the worst interview we've ever had with this next guest. Yeah, I mean, we had, what, Cassie Janis? Cassie Janis, I think. Janis, NASCAR driver, and I just remembered. And that she's was a talk show host, too. It's such a terrible interview. She was dead. Complete wreck. She had no, <laughs> literally, complete wreck, a car wreck. Like, she had no interest. I don't even know what was going on. It was just a really, really bad interview, sir. And then I did a solo interview with the owner of the now defunct Newark Bears, which is ironic because the league that they were in is actually, uh, I, you know, I became a big fan of the Atlantic uh, League. I go a lot of Somerset Patriot games, but they were in that league at one point in time. We had Danielle Dronay. Well, this is when we were in Newark, and uh, that Newark connection is what got us there. We were doing our Ironbound radio at the time, and Nikki was actually one of our first guest, I think, on one, Nikki Boyer was our first guest on one of our first Ironbound radio shows, so that was great. Um, we had a lot of guests in that time frame, of course, and Danielle was a pretty interesting one. Joe had to leave earlier or something, so I did that solo. We had Lisa uh, Correo, who was a comedian. We had, of course, former 1986 New York Met great. This is great. Uh, Hojo, Howard Johnson, who was an amazing guest. 
Um, one of my absolute favorites, again, top five, I would say top ten at the, the worst, but definitely up there, sir. Uh, we had Lisa Katara, who was an actress, Nicole Badan, another actress, and another great guest, sir, following that up, which would be? Yeah, Paul LaDuca, another former Met, great hitter, great catcher, uh, offensively, anyway. And um, I he, thought was, we, he was a good catcher, yeah, too. Yeah, he was a good catcher. I thought we had a good time with him, too. Yeah, he was a great guest. We had another um, of the Miss USA girls from Miss New Jersey, LeBel Duran. Miss New Jersey USA 2013. We had Michelle Money, who was an actress. Great. Uh, she was on The Bachelor in season, like, 87 or something, 13, I forget. She was also an actress. We had Erin Bethea, who's uh, most famous for being in, uh, the main actress in Fireproof. She was a good guest. We had Lisette Garcia, Miss Florida USA 2011, who's actually the last of the new guests we ever got from that circuit. I keep in touch with her also. Very nice lady. She got married as a kid also. We had another New York Giant, Bear Pasco. We had a guy that Joe actually did a solo interview with, and I hated him every day for it. That would be the one and only. Jerry Rello. I mean, Jerry Recco. <laughs> and uh, the great thing is, like, uh, I reached out to Jerry, and uh, I actually reached out first to Greg, uh, Craig and Boomer to come on the show because, Spin on us. because let's face it, um, you know, those guys really uh, have the number one show in the morning on radio. And um, great ratings. Obviously, definitely, maybe. Obviously, definitely, maybe. But I got Jerry Recco. It was a great interview. And, um, you know, we actually actually got to talk to Mike Francesa. Actually, I did on two different occasions. Yeah, no, Mike is the man, of course, and uh, Jerry Recco was a good guest. Um, it's funny because going back to one of the guests, we had um, uh, Yastrzemski was actually a guest. That I, was at the, I was at the zoo, the Turtleback Zoo, were. while Joe was doing that. It's the kind of stuff you want to do in this show, folks. <laughs> I'm at the zoo with my family, and I'm doing an interview with John Yastrzemski, no prep. No way to get in touch with Joe. I called in the middle of the interview. Great stuff. And, of course, again, uh, Jerry Recco, who he mentioned, I could not call in for that one. Um, Julie Bueller, who uh, I keep in touch with her all the time. She was a great guest, the radio personality on uh, KMIR out there on the left coast. Um, and, of course, we had former New York Met, Glendon Rush, who actually on our list is the last new guest that we've gotten. The rest have all been, like, repeats and people that we've talked to, talked about. This was 2014, so it's been a long time since we had him on the air. But for the most part, we really haven't well, had any new guests in uh, years. Uh, but you know what's interesting? I'm just thinking about a show that we just Hey, this is recently. recording artist Sahara Star, and you're listening to Pure Gold. Be sure to All check right. back every... Hey, guys, this is actress Sadie Alexandru, and you are listening to Pure Gold. All right, before you get to go on these rants here... No, wait, no, no, wait a second. No, wait a second, David. Wait, David. David. What I call my first of all, first of all, wait, first of all, wait a second. Wait a second, David. For a second, let me. Wait a second. That's... Now, Dave. I mean, I, I know you had a markout moment with Lauren Lester, but I, I mean, I don't know why he's not on the guest list. But we had Nick Nugent, the Who? The, the writer of uh, all Night Rider related stories. Oh, I've that, never heard... that wasn't a real guest. <laughs> who is that guy? That guy wasn't a real guest. But you know who was the real this guest? This is Miss player? Pennsylvania, USA. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's up with our sound bites here, but I just got to play basically all the people who've been on the show. Hi, I'm Anna Prosser, Miss Oregon USA 2011 and professional video gaming personality, and you're listening oh, to Pure Gold. what that is. Hi, I'm Anna Zelensky, and make sure to tune in to Pure Gold, where you can hear great interviews, wonderful insight, and the best talk radio around. Oh, yeah. And I think that pretty much covers all the people who've been on the show as far as, like, the actual legitimate guests. Nick Nugent, really? You want to compare Nick Nugent with the likes of these icons in sports and entertainment? Are you kidding me? All I can say is this. Shame on you! Yeah, shame on you, Joe. Shame on you. I know we just had a laugh fest a couple episodes ago about, uh, I forget what it was, it was about Donald Trump or something like that. 
But do you remember? Do you remember playing that Lampley uh, soundbite the first time and just cracking up that whole oh, time? Oh, we laughed for a bang, 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 bang. Try and stop it. Is that um, I didn't go on Mike Francesa didn't come on our show, but I did go on his show and he did um, do some great spots with um, you know mentioning our show and I'll, I'll see if I can play that a little bit here. Connection in Newark and 
almost to the point where we actually had sponsors that were willing to pay, and we were going to make this great lineup. We were going to make this radio station great again, just like Trump is going to make America great again. Um, <laughs> we were supposed to make 1640 great again, but uh, Nelson and Alvaro had some kind of weird love fest, and um, that broke up. Oh, that was a, you know, that really screwed us. I thought we were going to make it. You know what it is to be able to, we had our show airing on that wonderful Portuguese radio station. The only thing that anybody listened to was our show, let's be real. We did some great spots for Iberia's out there in Newark, which was cool to record spots for a, uh, a restaurant, which is which was nice to hear ourselves doing that. But I remember there was a Saturday when my wife and I were driving through Newark, because I live I lived pretty close to there. And I got to hear PG. I got to hear our show on the air, literally airing, you know, on the replay on Saturday night and listen to myself talk on the radio and talk to you. That was an amazing, amazing time, sir, and that was one of the greatest moments in the history of this awful show. I mean, in this wonderful <laughs> show. So as we wrap up uh, PG200, it, it's been a great ride the first uh, 200 episodes, and I know that now we're sending Dave to an undisclosed location to take care of some business, and hopefully – PG will continue. Dave's working on some more guests, so our passion is still to do our show, to have fun, and if we ever make it, that's fine. We've pretty much given up the, the fact that... We've given up hope. We've given up any sort of uh, ability of ever doing this, so we are going to make it right in the gutter. Right in the gutter. So, sir, I do wish you the best um, on your new adventure, and hopefully Pure Goal will continue as always because, again, these are the rare occasions that we actually do a show together live in person. Most of the time, we are at undisclosed locations for security reasons. Yeah, um, literally, this is the first time we've done a show together in a long time, and it's going to be the last time probably that we ever do a show together, considering I'm moving pretty far away. But um, it's definitely been a wild ride. And if this were to be our last episode of PG, I would say that we handled it with poise and grace. Uh, great show, a lot of great guests, great people, good times, a lot of laughs. I mean, you know, a lot of different uh, presidents have you know come and gone on our show and just Amazing stuff has happened in the six years, and uh, it's the end of an era, to be sure, but considering that we do the show in separate locations all the time anyway, I mean, it's not like we're going to miss uh, being together to do the show, although those have always been some of the most the best times you've ever had. <laughs> As Dave does the crotch chop to, to close us out for PG-200, I know he plays the sound bites to close us out, or our producer does anyway. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> our producer, that's right. Like, we have one. Oh, we, let's not forget uh, to thank people like Kelly and the British lady who's been on every single oh, show. The only person to have been on every single show, other than me, because um, I, I, I was able to record sound bites for one of the episodes I wasn't on, and I pretty much appeared in all 200 episodes. Joe has appeared, I think, in a 198 or 199. But the British lady has been uh, the glue that holds this together. Definitely. She truly is... Uh, pure gold. <laughs> she is pure gold, and she has definitely done this for many, many years. Have some guts! Show some guts! Get him! Please, steak! Oh, well, woo, he's a very nice. Woo! Definitely, I mean, just some amazing, amazing clips here. Uh, we're just, again, this has been a great show. It's over. We'll never do the show again, so we may as well end with this. What's the name of your show? Uh, pure Gold. Pure Gold? Yes, sir. I got two words for you. Pure <laughs> Gold. You guys are awesome. Yes, we are. Folks, thank you for tuning in, although it looks like we have nobody tuning in. But thank you so much. Uh, hopefully people will check this out on the podcast and, you know, subscribe and call in. And we'll get this show off the ground and, you know, make millions off it like we should. 
But uh, thank you so much for all of you out there. 200 episodes in the books. Amazing it took us this long, sir. I figure we'd be at like 400 by now at the pace we were setting. Yeah, I mean, the ups and downs, more downs than anything that set us back, and uh, we lost hope. But at least we know that we have a good time, we have fun, and like you said, like I said, you're working on some new guests, and hopefully uh, the show is fresh. Keep it fresh. PG version 3 begins <laughs> in a couple weeks. Yeah, in a couple weeks. Thank you so much, folks. Uh, take care. Spike your hair. Woo, woo, woo. You know it, bro. <laughs> <laughs>